I'm Coach Thomas Scott, and if you're listening or watching this podcast, it means one thing. You want to learn how to get buckets from the best in the world. This is the Hoopers Podcast. This is Buckets and Breakdowns. Welcome back for another episode of Buckets and Breakdowns. Got a very special guest. I mean, this guy is a pillar to the basketball culture. The summer is his, <laughs> you know, multiple times. Man, uh, I'm, I'm talking about, I mean, he's gone viral, man, so many times. He's going against your favorite players, you know. Uh, shoot, man, they call him Frank Nitty Sessions. And I just appreciate you taking the time to join us with this Ballers Life episode of Buckets and Breakdowns. Franklin Sessions, what's up, man? Man, what's good, man? How you been? Man, I'm good, you know, just uh, hanging in there, you know, talking Buckets and Breakdowns with some of the best to do it. You know, man, appreciate y'all having me on, man. Appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt, man. So, you know, I want to talk about where it all started, man. First off, when did you realize that you could get Buckets? When did I realize, like, probably in JUCO, bro. I was a super late bloomer. So mm. uh, my coach, uh, I think my first year in JUCO, I played at Irvine Valley and I rode the bench. Mm. And then my assistant coach got the head coaching job. Uh, Andy Ground got the head coaching job at uh, Saddleback mm -hmm. and took me with him. And we ain't really had nobody like that. So um, he actually just, you know, put a team in my hands and was like, you know, do what you can. And that's when I kind of figured out how to play and how to find my spots, what I was good at, how to keep the team involved, and basically just how to win. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you went to JUCO. I spent some time in JUCO. You know what I mean? It's a grind, you know, yeah. and you really got to put that work in. You got a lot of distractions. You got all kinds of things that's happening because you're really close to home still. You know, how yeah. are you able to zero in and focus in to get to that next level. Uh, I think you went to Weber State from there, right? Yep, I went to Weber State right out of there. Um, to be honest, I went to JUCO in Orange County, which is like like 50 minutes from LA. So mm -hmm. low key, I, and I didn't drive back then really. So mm -hmm. I wasn't close to home. So I didn't have all the normal distractions that everybody else had. Cause for me to go back and forth, it was a two hour drive mm -hmm. and like, Ain't nobody just going to take you, you know, two hours anywhere. Right, right, so, right. To be honest, man, I just stayed in the house with uh, with the teammates and kind of just gamed and stayed locked in for the most part. Right, right. That's what's up. So uh, we got something in common, right? Um, you went to Weber State for a year. I was I was yeah. recruited out of Weber State. My grandfather went to Weber State. Um, nice. You saw Alan Holmes. He's in the little Hall of Fame when you were there. But uh, no, I didn't even see that. Yeah, he was there. My dad's dad. And uh, that's where he got all his talent from. But uh, yeah, yeah. So talk about that experience out there at Weber State. I know you, you played with Dame a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. The experience was dope, man. I was young and dumb. Uh-oh, uh watch your thumb. Same, huh? <laughs> watch your oh, thumb. Man, <laughs> All right, talk about that experience about Weaver State, uh, how that went. I was I was young and dumb, man, and kind of took the experience for granted. Um, so it was it was fun. I had a good time, but uh I made things a little hard for myself. 
especially especially that level of basketball. I feel like once you get to Division One basketball, like your weaknesses, uh, they 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 they're scouted a lot more and they come through more. Mm. So what you can and can't do, and how teams uh, load up against you, all that kind of frustrated me and. Mm-hmm. When I just wanted to, you know, work on my game, we was doing like plays and stuff, and it just wasn't something I was used to. So um, it was actually difficult for me um, on a on the basketball side of things. But uh, typically, like if we was just in the gym battling and uh, just playing, man, I had fun going going me and Dame going at it, mm-hmm. and uh, our other teammates and stuff. Man, it was a good time um, for the most part. The the dorms was fun, man. Got some crazy moments in the dorms, mm-hmm. um, but it was a it was a dope experience. It was a dope dope experience, man. And I wouldn't trade any of those friendships, man. I'm still cool with all those guys. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. My roommate ended up going there, Terrell Stovall, and uh, from JUCO, and uh, he loved it. Uh, and he was like, I should have been yeah. there with him. But life changes, and you know, we all have setbacks. But the the thing is, we make major comebacks when we lock in, and. Um, I know yep. along your path, along your journey, that you you had to take a step back to take two steps forward. Talk about that a little bit. I know, you know, you you went from hooping and and then you know you kind of went back into the the workforce and and, and kind of regain your confidence. Can you can you break that down a little bit? Um. Yeah. I kind of. So I think I was still hooping after Weber State. Um. I bounced back to Cal State LA. And then I, I basically made a G League team, but I, I ended up breaking my hand in the game. Mm. And that set me back. And then once that happened, I think I got released. And then it was just hard to find another gig, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I think I gave it, I don't know, six months, I think like six months to a year. And I was like, all right, I got to give me a gig. I can't just sit around. Mm-hmm. So I ended up uh, going to get a regular job, man. And then my mindset while I had a regular job was to just stay in shape and I'm not the workout, go run around the track to stay in shape type of dude. So I was like, I'm going to just do what I do best and keep playing basketball. And I mean, I was playing in adult leagues. I was playing mm-hmm. Venice beach. I was playing 24s, LA fitness, wherever the runs is at, I was hooping just, just cause I want to stay in shape. So um, I feel like just playing against a bunch of different type of people, Mm-hmm. Does it doesn't matter how good, doesn't matter how bad, that didn't matter. All I was worried about was playing basketball, man. Just competing. I don't know. I love to compete, so that that always kept me ahead of the curve. I feel like that always kept me like on my A game. That's what's up, and you know that competition. You know we from the West Coast, man. And, and yeah, you from, you from the heart uh, uh, of the where the Drew League is from, man. You from Watts, right? Are you? Yes, sir. So, so yes. I, th- I think a lot of that, like if you've never been in that Drew League environment, you know what I'm saying? They don't, you don't really understand that you can watch it, but it's something that you really got to feel. And I, exactly. I, and I think where you from, I think really pours into your competitiveness. Uh, you, you, would you agree? 100%. It's just, you, you can't back down. Now where we from? Now where we from? You back down, man. The game will swallow you whole. It's just, it just... It ain't for it has no mercy, man. You gotta. I love their motto: no excuse, just produce. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's kind of what it is, man. It kind of that chip on my shoulder, that dog mentality. Um, that's that's all where I'm from, man. So yes, I watch. Sir. Yes, sir. So to me, I think you a you a young legend. 
you know what I mean? And uh, seeing some of these games, the Drew League, and, and, and you really getting into people defensively and offensively. So I don't want to misquote. Four-time MVP in the Drew or three-time? Three-time. Three-time MVP. Three-time MVP, one-time <laughs> defensive one time defensive player of the year, and one championship. Man, so you had some great matchups, man. And, and you're one of those guys I kind of compare to like those Allen Iversons, those Tim Hardaways, because you have moves, a certain move, you know it's coming, but people just yeah. can't stop it. Break down that in and out dribble, man. Talk about that in and out, man, because it's one of the coldest I've ever seen, and you got so many <laughs> counters. That's a, because that I, I have to have those counters. Everybody know, and it's funny because uh, everybody always say, "Frank, you got like two moves." I do, bro, but them two moves is, is never ending. So it, I read the defense. So for the most part, man, my in and out, I always it always start as an in and out. I hit you with like a, a slight in and out just to see how your body moves. Mm-hmm. And depending on how you bite on it, I know what's next. Um, and if let's say you cut it off I, in and out, you cut the in and out going left off, I'm either push it back right or spin back right. So it just mm-hmm. depends on how you defend it. Um, right. So I kind of just got that from, like I said, the different type of people guarding me. A lot of people struggle guarding that in and out because everybody used to a right to left crossover. Right. So right. everybody used to, and I hate right to left crossover because it's easy to get picked and then they go another way for a dunk. Right. So uh, I've always kept in mind that the in and out is the safest. And then the, the counters off of it, man, they're endless. I'm not even going to lie to you. They're endless. Um, they open up so many doors, man, Defense, defensively, offensively. Like, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how much I've uh, – how much success I've had off that one move. Right, right, right. Man, and, and, and you know, it's crazy. You would think that all somebody could do is back up and try and wait for you to drive into them. But your That's jump so shot, but your jump shot is 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 deadly too. You know, I worked on it, man. I worked, I swear. Uh, my guy Keon Kendrick, man, he was he told me three summers in a row, man. Like, man, I'll change your life. Just give me one summer in the gym. Cause I didn't I never worked out. I started working out at 28. My mm. first actual trainer and to work out and work on my game and work on my falls was at 28 years old. Mm. So when I got in the gym that first year, man, and I, that soon as the drew came up, I immediately saw results. It was, mm-hmm. it was the craziest thing I ever seen, man. Keon 100% changed my life. Cause everybody knew like backup. He's too fast. You're not going to stay in front of him. Um, he takes the contact when you try to bump him and, and goes through it. So everybody was just backing up, and that year, that's that was my viral year because it was like you can't you can't push up and you can't drop back. So it, it was either double me or it was it was a bucket or a foul. Mm-hmm. No, f- for real, and that's what it was. And, and 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 you get that island, and you know my man is over there hyping you up, Frank Nitty. Oh, <laughs> nitty. Every dribble, yeah, Nitty. <laughs> that's and, a fact. That's a fact. That's the it, best part. Yes, sir. And so, you know, I, I love to see it as a, as a fan. You know, I coached in the Drew, and I was also sometimes having to play. And I ain't going to lie, my last competitive game was against you in game. And I you remember. lost pretty I bad. I tried to go for a tip dunk, man. I think I tore my meniscus and played through it. I had a solid 10. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, it's, it's different <laughs> out there. I feel like people always think, think the drew is sweet until they out there and mm-hmm. then you got fans talking to you you got the announcer on your head if you mm-hmm. trucking 
You got the your teammates telling you to pass the ball if you don't look right. right. They subbing you out quick. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot that going to the Drew. You can't just be out there, you know, mm-hmm. taking it easy. That's why I always play both ends of the floor, man. I always play both ends of the floor because I don't ever want somebody to say, "Oh, I was chilling that day." No, you wasn't. I made yeah. sure you wasn't chilling because right. I was strapping up and I'm talking shit, and then I'm coming down trying to get buckets. Yeah. So it just depends on how you want to approach the day. If you want to approach the day like, oh, yeah, I wasn't really playing hard, you a lie. The announcer made sure you was, I made sure you was, and the crowd made sure you was. And the camera so, should, because it's on, going man. viral. They know what they stepping that, into. It's a show. <laughs> exactly, man. That's why I like when James and Montrez and all them come down there and they dunking and shooting threes on people and crossing. That's how it's supposed to be, man. You ain't supposed mm. to the game. You don't cheat the game, bro. You don't cheat the game. Anytime you walk off the court and say, oh, I was chilling. I was, that's No, no, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. I feel that. So, you know, you, you had some legendary matchups. One of my favorite that you had was against Denzel Valentine, you know, because you, you, I felt like you wanted him to understand, like, this is the Drew, like, welcome. And, and anybody that's really played in the Drew that's a staple like yourself gives, gives, gives these, these pros that welcome. It ain't always warm. But it's a welcome. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. It, I mean, I just wanted him to see. I mean, he said a couple things, and I just wanted him to see that here in the Drew, like it ain't your money ain't on the line. Yo, what you've done in college ain't on the line, man. This ain't for no money. This is for free. Mm-hmm. This is for free, bro. So mm-hmm. all that, all that, what you've done and where you at and what you're doing, that's cool. That's great. More power to you. Congrats on all the success. But this right here is hold your own. So mm. it, that's kind of what it was, man. And a lot of people, you know, it ain't it, it ain't for everybody. I can tell you that. It ain't for everybody. Draymond Green actually FaceTimed me one time and was talking about it. And he was just like, why you think I ain't been at a Drew? <laughs> <laughs> he was no, like, it ain't for me. I'm a team player, bro. It ain't for me. <laughs> so no. I can respect that. That's funny, man. So, you know, recently uh, you played against Trey Young in the Drew. What I loved about that was you went at him offensively and defensively. You know, he had to respect. He had to respect. And you stopped him about three times in a row and made it really difficult for him. And a lot of people in the pros still can't figure that out. What were you able to do uh, to kind of slow him down and make it a challenge and make him respect your name? Um, To be honest, man, with him, you got to keep a hand. I've always been good at guarding shooters because I can keep my hand up and slide my feet at the same time. Mm. I, that's that's If you ever watch defenders, like a lot of people had their hands down or not ready. Like if you ever see me defending, like I got a video breakdown with James Harden for, with mm. Wallace Life that I talk about this same thing. I keep a hand up because I know uh, how well they can shoot. Right. Um, so I kind of just kept the hand up and I'm fat. I'm pretty fast laterally. So um, I, I felt like my speed can match his speed. It wasn't until he started using the pick and roll when I was like, man, this kid's a pro. <laughs> right. Once he used the pick and roll, bro, I said, you are an NBA talent. Because when I said he read the shit out of the floor, man, yeah. he read the floor from whoever was open. Always had his head up, uh, mm-hmm. came off the screen, floater is mm-hmm. immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it just made the game. So we ended up winning, but it yeah. just made the game so, so much easier for him, man. Um, Granted, everybody, when they get to the Drew, they want to play one-on-one because that's the type of basketball it is. It's, you know, have fun, play one-on-one. But one, that wasn't working for him. When he went to the pick-and-roll, I can 100% say I couldn't guard him. 
Mm-hmm. It was nothing I can do when he went to the pick and roll. That's how good he was, man. He same thing with uh, LaMelo. Same with, same with LaMelo. I used to tell people – I didn't get to play him, but mm-hmm. I used to tell people all the time, just I watch basketball and I can right. realize – and I can see when somebody uses a pick and roll and can read the floor and make the right shots and decisions. Man, you you good. You good. Right, 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 man. So, um, I'll just – Obviously, you you won some some MVPs. You ever won championship in the Drew? Yeah, yeah, I won one. Okay, that's what's up, man. We, we beat we beat uh Delon Wright, Darrell Wright, mm. Jordan Crawford. Mm. Um, we beat a nice team in the championship. To be honest, man. Word. It, yeah. it was a good team. We got all the way to the finals and blew it. I ain't gonna talk about all of that, but we got <laughs> it there. We had Craig. Julian Wright, oh, Jerome, we got to the championship and blew it, and it still bothers me to this day because I want my name, our names up there, you know, in those banners that's there. But uh, yeah. so, you know, moving on from the Drew, man, I want to talk about the big three. Um, and, and this is this is a little bit of insight, as you know, uh, Director of Basketball Operations, you know, I really wanted you to be a part of the big three. Um, because I felt like you were a part of the culture and, and, and a younger generation, and you you like basketball. Play- you're the pros' favorite player, right? They checking their phones to see what you're doing every weekend at the Drew, and I was like, yo, we need to have that in the big three. Uh, everybody was asking, you know, man, he should be in the NBA, or why is this, that, and the other? So I felt it was important that we gave you that opportunity to showcase your talent in person uh, in New York, uh, in Chicago, you know, all these places. And that, that was dope. So, you know, I, um, I remember we were having these splash alerts, right. And let's say we had like Steve Blake. Okay. He had maybe, you know, 5,000 likes and all these comments. But the, the, the moment we announced that you were playing in the Drew League, I mean, uh, in the big three, I swear, like people were shocked. And it really went crazy around the world. The, the reception we got, like, is this really happening? Like, oh, man, Big Three's about to be crazy this summer. Talk about yeah. how, how, how it was for you to join the Big Three and be a part of it. Man, it was super amazing, dude. I was, I was shocked. I was telling wifey the whole time, like, I don't, I don't even think this is real, man. Like, I, at, at one point, I was like, what the hell? What the hell am I doing here? Like it's just you know, because everybody there was stamped. Everybody, everybody, everybody there was stamped league, all star appearance. Like just you know, and, and stuff like that. Don't that don't that don't just happen for you know just anybody. So um, I was super super blessed and um, thankful for the opportunity. And you know, I just wanted to go out there and show that I can compete. Um, granted, these guys are like out of their prime, but. At the end of the day, like these are still vets, man. They know the game. They know, you know, mm-hmm. what they what they looking at. They know they know pretty much everything about basketball. Um, even Clyde, Clyde Drexler and them used to talk to me too and just tell me, man, you you definitely could have had a shot. And I've just, like I said, I've always just been happy to play the game, man. Um, mm-hmm. NBA, like NBA is cool, but I'm just happy providing for the family, man, and competing. At any level. I just love to compete, man. My dream was to never, oh, I'm making it to the NBA. Like, that was never, ever my dream, man. You can ask anybody going back from skateboarding. I just – I truly just wanted to enjoy the game, man, compete at the the highest level I could get to, and, you know, let the rest take care of itself. Right, man. And and I'm going to just add something to that because 
like even even Cube, right? You got the attention of Cube, right? So yeah. he, he, like I said, the likes, the comments were going crazy. Like, you know, he was a superstar. They're like, yo, who, who is this kid? Like, can he can he really play? And I'm like, I sent him a few links. You going at yeah. James and Gilbert and, and, and uh, Denzel Valentine. I was like, yo, this guy embodies everything and the direction that we're trying to go with big three for the future. And we get this guy to be a part of the big three then we get a whole nother set of eyeballs that we need. And the, and the competition is going to go up. Uh, as 100%. you can see, I got my, my killer threes gear on right now. Hey, hey we, changed, we changed that whole team around, man. That year, the year I came on, we changed the whole team around, man. They had us, they had us to finish like dead last or something like that. I'm like, nah, yeah, nah, nah. Nah, that ain't so, happening. So I'm a, I'm gonna go over a, a couple key moments that you had in the in the big three. Uh, one was you got my man Corey Maggetti on the island, and I missed that shot. I remember. That. <laughs> I remember that you hit him with the in and out, the signature in and out. Was it the sham with it? It, 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 it was, was an in and out, and he kind of bit, but he didn't. So I had to push it, push it left to right. Uh huh. And then and then I had to stop. I think I went for a step back. I had to mm. stop on the dime and, and go for a step back because it looked like he was going to run to the basket with me. Yeah, man. It was cold, man. It was cold. I, mean, then... I, I, I remember <laughs> that. And it's funny because only reason why I had to counter so many times because me and him play each other a lot in Orange County. Yeah, So yeah, he, he knows. Know, he know my game. He know my game. And we used to go at it, too. So he said he used to say the same thing when we was going at it in our open runs. He's like, what you, what you going to do in the big three if, if you know you out here, I, I can guard you and all that. I'm like, man, I can't shut nobody up, really man. guard you. It's just a matter of you <laughs> making a missing. I mean, you that's one of them it, guys. You know what I'm saying? So then, here's another moment, man. We we in Brooklyn, man. We we in New York. We in Brooklyn. You got Fat Joe on the side, you got Jim Jones, you know, they all court side. I think Jada Kiss was there. And uh you going up against my man Carlos Arroyo, and you hit him with a cold move. Oh, baseline move. Oh, man. Talk about that real quick, man. We got to talk about that bucket. <laughs> I don't even remember what the move was, to be honest. Because <laughs> he, was, he was solid on defense, and I had a, an off night that night. So mm -hmm. that was one of the one of the moves I had to pull out of my bag just to get me a for sure bucket. So mm -hmm. I don't even remember what the move was. I just remember I was baseline. I remember him kind of buckling. But, mm -hmm. I mean, again, like, shit, they, they beat us that game. So – yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't remember a lot from 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 that game. All I really remember was that New York. You could feel the electricity. They was excited nah, to yeah. see you in person. And any little thing, you could have just did a hezzy, a quick pump fake. It was ooh, ah, oh, like yeah, that crowd yeah. was, was. They was ready. Uh, yeah, that they was, was my favorite crowd. That was one of my favorite crowds. And then lastly, you did a you did a move a top of the key, Quintel Woods. Uh, you know, you hit him with that in and out the top. Pump in, put the shoulder into his body. Oh, and, and got the layup. Yeah, got man. Layup. You know, I had to. He recovered from that in and out so fast, man. And he tall. <laughs> so, like, I had to put my body into him and, and figure out a way to finish just to protect myself from getting it, my shot blocked. Right, right, right. You got to do what you got to do to get a bucket. So, uh, yes. we're we going to go through. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. I can't move on now. Last question about the, the, the big three. You got to the championship, man. You got to play at the Staples Center. Barely. I <laughs> Barely. 
I know, man. But just talk about what it meant to just play in front of the home crowd in the championship. Man, I'm gonna tell you that 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 whole atmosphere was dope, man. It was a lot of people that came out for me. It was a lot of people that hit me up about it. Um, it was an awesome opportunity. I had Stack fighting for me to get a, a starting spot. It didn't end up happening, but Stack uh, Stack was going crazy. Like, uh, got you got to start him for his, his hometown, man. It would it would have been fun to start, but I ended up coming off the bench super late, missing my first two shots, and I could never get a rhythm. But it, it was just happy to be able to, you know, be on uh, on that stage in front of like all the the home fans, man. It was a dope feeling for real. For sure, man. You had Brian in the building. Yeah, it was it was yeah, awesome, man. It was awesome. Awesome, so, man. Awesome. So, so um, you know, we do a little little fill in the blank, right? Uh, here we go. So, who who brought the best out of you? It could be a defender, a team, where at? a coach, anywhere. Where just at? A, 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 period. Who's brought the best in out life? Of you? No, on, on, like on the floor, like if you on the court. yeah, on the court in a game. Yep. Well, the best out of me. Oof. I'm going to say one was DeLon Wright. Mm. Just because of uh, I had to play a different way. And that was the year we won the championship in the, in the Drew. Um, I'm going to say. That's out of me. Oh, three people. Hmm. I'm gonna say James Harden. Mm. Just because uh, the way he was making shots and making the game difficult for me, man, was it was tough. He's a lot better defender than a lot of people think. Like I don't care what nobody say. I agree. A lot better than what a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, who bought the best out of me? I'm gonna say Dame. We used to go at it in practice. Man, Dame I, wish I, a, I wish I was a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> man, we see, and you know he the same. He ain't gonna back down from nothing and nobody, man. That summer I got there before you know season started, and we used to play a lot of pickup. Man, we used to go at it, boy. We used to go at it. Good times for sure. Man, that's awesome. Okay, now a couple of moves, all time moves. What's the best go to move of all time? Fade away. Or Skyhook? Out of those two? Yeah. Skyhook. Ooh, you know, you're the first to say the Skyhook. You can't <laughs> stop. You can't block it. <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody block a Skyhook. Hey, I, I grew up on the Skyhook, man. I grew up on it. So, you know, I, I, I there's no wrong answer. That's the thing. But you that's know, that's a fact. That's a fact. I no feel like everybody's gonna choose fadeaway because everybody does fade away, even to this day. Right. You don't see too many sky hooks, but it's like I've seen a I've seen a few people contest a or block a, a fadeaway jumper. Like that, that ain't hard. But if you ever have a person who got a sky hook down pack. And they put that shoulder into you and shoot it. And that arm you ain't right there. <laughs> you ain't blocking it. For you sure. ain't. Ain't no way. Ain't For no sure. way. For sure. Allen Iverson crossover. James Harden snatch back to the step back. Which AI. one? Is AI. AI. AI changed the game with that crossover. He had everybody in the world learning that. Right, 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 right. The For step sure. back, everybody was already stepping back. James just added his extra to it. He just was smooth with it. But right. AI changed the game with that 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 left to right cross or that right to left. 
Mm, I feel you. It, it, you know, like I said, no wrong answer. It's just the way the game has evolved on that. And then, you know, here's another one, the floater or the Euro step. Oh, that's tough. I'm going floater. I'm going floater. That's another thing that you just can't block. If somebody cut your Euro step off good, I feel like it's dead. The floater, it ain't nothing. You can you dead in the water. <laughs> right. <laughs> they right. call it the giant killer for a reason. Right, right, right. For sure, for sure. So, you know, I, I, lastly, if you could play one on one with anybody, who would it be? Patrick Beverly. Mm, why? Patrick Beverly. Because he going to strap up and he going <laughs> to talk that shit. <laughs> he going <laughs> to strap up and he going to talk. So I feel like he going to bring the best out of me possible or I'm going to go back to the drawing board, drawing board and learn some stuff and work on some stuff. And then I need my get back. Facts, facts, facts. Well, I know you all the way out in Qatar right now, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know it's the time difference, man. I know you out there hooping, playing overseas, doing what you do. Quick, quick, quick sum up. What have you been able to do out there in Qatar, man? Like, tell these people what um, you've been doing out there, man. Some of these accolades you've been getting. Well, should we 19 and one? Um, we won the we won the league championship. We won our first cup. Um, I was all import um, player of the year. Um, and guard of the year, I believe. Mm. Um, and we in the semifinals for our next cup right now. So we had a pretty crazy year so far. I'll say that, man. The year's <laughs> been crazy for sure. Um, I'm shooting my best percentage from three this year, um, just about 40%. So mm. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Uh, it's been a hell of a year. Well, look, man. Congrats to you. I'm happy for you. Proud of you, man, for everything you've been through to where you are now, taking care of your family, yourself, uh, inspiring yeah. the, the next generation of Hoopers, taking the time to join me on Buckets and Breakdowns, presented to you by Ballers Life. My man, Frank Nitty, a.k.a. Franklin Session. We call you Frank Nitty. That's that's man, your I real name it. is the nickname. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, real talk, though, because I swear, if you say, like, yo, Franklin Session planning, people like, who? Frank Nitty. Oh, oh like, yeah. I got that a lot, man. So I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Appreciate all the love. I appreciate you helping me uh, with the big three, too, man. That was, that was huge for my family, and uh, I loved it, man. Good looks. Yeah, no doubt, man. That picture we took, me, you, and Frank Robinson, man, that's legendary yeah, right man. there at the draft. Crazy, so, bro. Yes, Crazy, sir. Man. Yes, sir, man. Well, I'm happy for you, man. Thank you. Best of luck. And I'm going to be in yes, contact sir. with you and looking forward to seeing you this summer when we back at it. Man, big. run it back, baby. I need <laughs> and I'm mad Joe Johnson said he's coming back. So we got to figure something out, man, because uh, he ain't stealing another ship from me. No way. Yeah, man. It's going up this summer. All right, y'all. Right, peace man. out. That's my man, Franklin Nitty. And we're going to yes, be sir. back with another, another episode of Buckets and Breakdowns coming soon. Peace. Hey.